Yo, this is Leo. You're now listening to Unaccepted Podcast. Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And uh, we got a pretty pretty topical uh, episode coming up. I think we got a couple updates coming on with uh, my crate engine shopping. That'll be pretty interesting as I kind of take this new journey into that. Yeah, you did mention that last week. Yeah, it it's a bit more complex than I realized, so we'll, <laughs> we'll dive into that a little bit later. It's that complicated just to buy motor? Well, you'll see. Okay. You'll see. <laughs> but uh, first things first, Manny, how are you doing today, buddy? Exhausted. Exhausted. Why is that? Thanksgiving weekend, or just week, actually, not weekend, I would say. But lots of heavy drinking and lots of family and food. The way it should be. Yeah. Um, I can't recall a time that I wasn't drinking when, when I'm not working, of course, but throughout the week of Thanksgiving. Nice. <laughs> well, and you still kind of had to work a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, we still had to work. I actually still had to work Thursday, and I know lots of people also had Friday off, but I still worked Friday. And for Thanksgiving weekend, I mean, I keep saying weekend, but for Thanksgiving Day, um, we just spent it at my sister's and my brother-in-law's house and everything. Very cool. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, the rest of the weekend, Saturday, right after we got off work, we just went out to like, um, I would say like Cajalco area near my place. Yeah. And just met up with a bunch of other family that have been there since like 8 a.m., 7 a.m., just off-roading in ATVs and quads and shit. Oh, dirt, shoot. And dirt bikes. I thought you were to say they've been there since 8 a.m. eating tacos at all those trucks. <laughs> uh, uh, no, yeah, no. No, yeah, they, they've been there since like 8 a.m., off-roading and shit, and just having fun and just chilling and everything. So we went out, we went out there and just met up with them. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, and then uh, my cousin, he actually took me in his uh, Jeep Wrangler, uh, full Fox suspension and everything. We just started mountain climbing and everything in the in the Jeep. There you go. Did you catch the off-road bug? I mean, I live off-road, so I'm always off-roading. Well, yeah, but off-roading for work and recreational are two different types. Not for me. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoyed it, honestly. Um, I mean, I, every time they come out, they always bring their ATVs, so I always enjoy being with them and riding with them and everything when they come over. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, but most of the time they're also, I mean, that our place is kind of small. Like, there's not much hills to do off-roading stuff. So where we were, it was just much more open land, much more steeper, bigger hills and, and sides and everything. So just more accessible area to go about and off-road and everything. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so I know you haven't popped your burnout cherry. Yes. Have you done like a dirt burnout since you're always off road? Every now and then in the Toyota pickups at work. I mean intentional where you just let them roast for a while. I'll do it intentional. Okay. So, like, so. I'll, I'll just be like, uh, I just got to make sure I have nothing behind me that can get damaged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. But uh, at the same time, I don't even know if I'm doing it intentional just because I still don't know if I'm doing it right. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as it's spinning, it's a burnout, right? Yeah, I guess. More or less. <laughs> Most, and then, like, since it's always, like, loose dirt around and I'm just powering through with the Toyota pickups, I'm always trying to find myself just, like, drifting a little bit. Got it, got it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought about that right now because you are always off-road and... I don't know if I can speak for everybody. I know off-road was my first introduction into doing a burnout or trying mm. to power slide or doing something like that. Yeah. You know, uh, as you know, when I was learning to drive and everything, I was living in Riverside. Yeah. And Riverside has a ton of just empty lots of land of dirt everywhere. <laughs> so it was kind of just like, I'm going to take the car out. I'm going to drive around the neighborhood. I'm going to pull into this dirt lot. I'm going to do some donuts. <laughs> nice, nice. And I don't know, at least for me, that was my introduction into, I guess, a little bit of hooning. Have uh, you done donuts? Unintentionally. 
Okay, that doesn't count, man. That's, that's, that's called spinning out. <laughs> I know, I know. We, t- we talked about this many times. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, but no. Okay, okay. It's always fun power sliding in my property when it rains, though. I'm, yeah, I guess so. You don't really need the rain, though, because it's all dirt. No, it, it just feels like smoother with the mud. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got off topic. It just... Mm. it it. When you said it, I just thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? We still haven't popped that cherry. We need to get you to go do some burnouts. (laughs) I'm just about done wearing through the rear tires of the Crown Vic. Mm. Maybe once I get the replacements, you can just finish burning them off. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. All right. No, I mean, that's pretty much it. They did tell me a funny story that there was another place in Corona they always enjoyed going to, but they have to pass through neighborhoods and suburbs just to get to that area where they do a lot of off-roading. And I got to the point where the whole neighborhoods and the suburbs were just complaining, just started reporting the police departments and everything to, like, keep watch because these people would just go out there really fast and they're, like, big old trucks and their trailers full of, like, off-road equipment and everything get there, and then just, like, speed the hell out of the area, drunk as fuck. So, so just countless, like, DUIs or anything. So they couldn't go there anymore because they would probably get looked at by the cops and everything, just get pulled over on the spot. They weren't, they, they don't drink, and they they know they, they don't uh, drink and drive, but they just didn't want to get caught up in the mix. Yeah, you want to avoid the hassle anyways. Yes. Yeah. And unless that place is sanctioned, a lot of times they're not allowed to have uh, motorized vehicles all over that land. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, some kind of green protection, oil leaking into the lands and yeah. all that stuff, you know? Interesting. All right, all right. Well, uh, mine was fairly uneventful. <laughs> I had uh, pretty much most of my dog training appointments canceled, which I kind of expected because of the holiday. Yeah. Because I even asked, like, hey, are you guys sure you guys want to schedule for next week? They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll schedule. And then, I don't know, maybe they just forgot about the holidays. And then they message me and go, oh, well, uh, maybe next week. <laughs> yeah. Tis be expected. Yeah, yeah. I And plus, I had everybody schedule Sunday just because the holidays. And, you know, I didn't want to do it Friday or Saturday or any of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that was one like little less thing i had to do for the weekend which okay. was nice and then uh well you're kind of sitting next to the pile i went a little nuts at some amazon return store yeah i'm noticing yeah a little bit <laughs> it's like the equivalent of me with stickers uh maybe a little bit yeah yeah you're getting there you're getting, getting there. there i'm getting there i got a couple more to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's just some store that has like I guess returns from Amazon and they're just trying to liquidate everything. Mm. So everything ends up super dirt cheap. And I basically spent 150 bucks for around 400 something dollars worth of dog training equipment, e-collars, shock collars, bark collars. Um, the wife grabbed a bunch of stuff like <laughs> were they cookbooks. No, no, they weren't cookbooks. That is a that is a jab to my wife's habit of buying cookbooks. That's right, said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That she that she got a little out of hand for a while, but no, I went there and bought a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of collars and a couple other little things here and there for the house. Pretty damn good deal and uh. You know when you know sometimes where it's like it's just so cheap you have to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Like, do I need it? No. <laughs> it's like me when I bought a PS One, and like all all I was missing was just the power cable. Go to the Van Buren swap meet, the uh, the outdoor swap meet. Go to one of the local stands that sell like just strictly like game consoles and video games and all that stuff. He's like, yeah, hey, I need a power cable. He's like, oh well. If you're interested, I also have this. Pulls out a giant, du- like, not a giant duffel bag, but it looks like, like those bags like that carry, like, those big old cameras, the the photography cameras. Yeah. And he just opened it up and it's just like, because I uh, the PS1 I had was just a slim one, so he had the, the original block one, like, 
um, two controllers, the cable, the cable to the TV, to television, the power cable, memory cards, and a few other gadgets and everything and accessories, all in great condition. It's like twenty bucks. I was like, "Fuck that! I will take it." Might as well at that point. Uh, that reminds me, when we're done recording, I did pick you up something while I was there. I'll have to go look for it, though. Syra <laughs> probably already moved it because I leave shit everywhere. <laughs> this man. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, that was uh, more or less my weekend. Not, not, Nothing too crazy. Okay. I did take the fox out here and there. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. A- apparently, it's uh, recognizable enough to where... Um, I had one person actually hit me up at the gas station. They're like, I seen that car like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wondering where this one's at. <laughs> so, well, I mean, the fox is always kind of stuck out. So, yeah. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> but all right, Manny, uh, let's get into our first topic coming yeah. up. Um, so this is kind of like a small complaint. But every time I come to your house so we can go record and everything, I always find you watching isekais. Don't judge me, but yes. <laughs> I'm not, it, 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 in reality, uh, I actually, I couldn't say if it really is a complaint. Maybe just more like a compliment because. I find isek- a new one every time you show up. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> every time I show up, like every week, it's always another isekai anime. Yeah. And yeah, it, it still amazes me, like, how isekai animes have just grown over the years to, like, becoming its own genre. Yeah. And uh, I kind of pointed out to you earlier is that Crunchyroll has it on their genre list now when you search on the Xbox. Probably not on mobile phone because I did try looking it up. But mobile app for Crunchyroll, it did not have it. Okay. This is on the Xbox. On the Xbox, if you go to browser and mm-hmm. the genres, they have an isekai genre outlet for it now interesting i'll have to check to see if pc also has the same yeah and and i don't think that was there a year ago no i for sure it wasn't a year ago i think within the last two three years there's probably at least two or three isekai every season coming or <laughs> you know every production season coming out yeah like yeah there's stacks of them <laughs> my only complaint is like how the names just keep getting longer and longer for these isekai na- animes yeah, I don't know if that's just like a translation thing because, you know, sometimes the kanji could mean a long word, but it's just a small little kanji, Character, you know? yeah. So I'm not sure if that's just like a translation thing where they're like, I don't know any other way to describe this sentence other than my bad choices had led to this. <laughs> <laughs> and it just has this long-ass yeah. title now. Like, yeah, that gets a little bit wild, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's um, there's definitely been a huge explosion of them. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm kind of here for it. I like, like them. which which one was the one that we were we were just watching earlier? Oh, dude, I don't remember the titles. <laughs> this man, I put them on the queue and I start watching them till I get bored. <laughs> uh, this one was something something the cheater magician. I'm have to look it up right now. Okay, go, you go ahead and look it up. Okay, but. Like most or a lot of animes, right? Because there's always a different categories of how they're. Is it a verb? If you use it as a verb, isekai. Is it a verb? I would. I would or assume more of a noun. Mm. Right, because we call it an isekai, like it's a noun. But when they're transported, do we use it as a verb and call it that they were isekai? I would assume it's a verb too. At that point, like just based on context. All right, all right, I'll take it, whatever. We're going to use it as a verb. <laughs> okay, I found the anime. It, it's not a long name, thankfully. Okay. It's uh, Isekai Cheat Magician. See, Cheating Magician, yep, yep. something like that, yeah. <laughs> so that one is a, and we'll, you know, kind of get into it, there's different types of how they're isekai right? This one yes. is a summoning. Okay, summoning. So By like a sorcerer or by a god? Uh, this one was by Sorcerer. Okay. So this one, this one was by Sorcerer and, and kind of like uh, what we were saying, there's many tiers of different kind of isekais, right? Yes. Uh, probably some of them, uh, probably some of the examples I can think of on the summoning one would be like um, uh, the one that's just coming out uh, coming out soon. Oh, uh, Shield Hero. Yes. Shield Hero would be a perfect example of like a summoning one. 
Yeah, and then uh, besides summoning, there is also the reincarnation. Reincarnation death. by death, yes. And then I think there... one we can think of is slime on that one. Yeah. Slime, yeah, slime. I can't think of any other. What are some other ones that come out of death? Probably, so what, I'm a spider? Yeah, that one's death. No, oh, actually. yeah, yeah. I started watching that one too. Oh, and how you join it? Um, it, it, it was I'm, interesting. I'm pretty sure you're confused though, because you're showing it's showing you like two different timelines when you would think that they're basically happening at the same time. No, no, you confuse me. Okay, never <laughs> mind. You'll you'll get you'll you'll get confused on your own on later on. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm just not that deep into it. I think I only got like eight or nine episodes in. Uh, you're probably still early on it, then. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I I did. I did like it though. It had a different um I guess it seemed like it targeted a little bit of a different audience, which was just a nice change, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cuz this one the protagonist is a female and it's a bit more lighthearted than it is like Or I guess it's lighthearted without being childish too much, I guess. It gets better, honestly. It does get better. Yeah. Okay. Especially with some of the monster fights. Got it, got it. Okay, yeah, because it, it did show blood. That's why I was kind of like, it started off a little bit lighthearted, but it wasn't like all the way because it did have a little bit of graphics to it, you know, some blood splatters and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get that deep into it just yet. Okay. But yeah, anyways, there's the the summoning, there's the death, and then there's also the VR. VR, uh, sort of online. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, being trapped into it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there is that one with, uh, what is it, uh, the defense girl, Maple? Uh, oh, man, I forgot something the Something about, like, I don't want to get hurt, so I worked on my defense or oh, something Oh, yeah, I don't like want to get hurt, so I maxed out, maxed out my defense. Yeah, one of those really fucking long name ones. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, like, so that one... She's not trapped in it, but the whole sequence of the storyline and the plot and all the development is all in game. I still need to watch that one too, honestly. Okay, well, I mean, it's it's basically there. It's a it's a MMO, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not trapped in the game. Yeah, they're not trapped in it. They do take it off. They go to school, live a regular life, but the time spent outside of the VR for the anime is like. Four percent. Okay. Everything, everything else is in game. In game. So now, is that still an isekai, a VR one? If they're not trapped, but the whole concept of the entire show is all in game. I would assume so. In my opinion, in my opinion, I would say it is an isekai. Okay, I agree with you. That's, I mean, in a sense, every time you put on the gear, you're isekai, and then mm-hmm. you're, I guess take it off, right? Yeah. But yeah, that one that one's just different because they're kind of choosing to go in and they're able to get out. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is a gate or portal, right? A portal that you found or opened and everything, like the anime Gate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is which is still a well done anime as well. Oh yeah, dude, that's actually one of my favorites too. I, yeah. I really like that one. I caught up with the manga, but the manga—they were taking a while for the manga to update, so I kept. I stopped checking up on it to see if it updates or not. Okay, okay. But I I don't think we've heard anything for a an, next season on that one, have we? No, I have not, no. Okay. I'll probably have to reread the manga because I lost the app that I was reading on. Uh, Just to catch up, see if I remember, see if any new chapters came out from where I left off, honestly. Yeah. And then you might have said that was the last one, but I still can say there's still one more. One more. All right. What is it? Truck Coon. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Truck Coon. You're going to have to elaborate a little bit more. Zombieland Saga. Zombieland. You remember the girl, she runs out, is like, I'm going to become an idol today. Goes into the street, truck just rams into her. Interesting. Okay. So it's become a meme in the cult, in the anime culture where Truck Coon is the isekai portal <laughs> where you just get hit by the truck and just... Uh- Get transported by a truck. Okay, okay. So you confused me a little bit with Zombieland Saga. Because I know, no, but I was trying to give an example. Yeah, yeah, that one didn't take them to another world, mm-hmm. technically. 
But yes, yes, I think that's more along the lines of a death one. But <laughs> but it, it, like in meme culture, it's becoming its own genre of isekai. Yeah, because it, it is used <laughs> a, a lot. lot. Like, okay, all right, all right. Side topic. <laughs> Top three cliche anime scenes. Fireworks. Okay. Fire. Oh yeah, fireworks. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about the. Uh, Running late for school with toast and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. And that's what happened in the Zombieland saga right before she got hit, I think. Well, you know what? That might even be all part of the same scenario <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yes, there's that one. Um, defending a girl from, like, fucking Pompadour guys. Okay. Right? <laughs> And what would be another one? Oh, beach episode. I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I just don't like the beach episodes on animes. I don't, you know, sometimes some of my favorite ones has these stupid tropes and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, if the anime actually revolves like near a beach or, or, or usually takes place on the beach, I'm okay with it. But if it's just like... An anime, and then he's seen all just randomly. Oh, we're gonna take the day off from what we were doing in the main quest, make non-canon, and just go to the beach. Manny, I think this is the first time in this podcast you have ever complained about fan service. I wouldn't complain. It's not really that. Just the. It's just I. I. I really don't know how to uh, explain it. I wouldn't say it's because of the fan service or anything. I just think the beach episodes are just really that boring. Like. I will actually want to get back into the main story. Like, I want to see what just happened after the latest episode. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and, and I mean, like I said, a lot of my favorite animes have these generic tropes. And mm-hmm. I still enjoy them. It's just sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I wish it wouldn't. But what are you going to do? Okay. But yeah, Isekai. Anyway, back to the topic, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isekai has been blowing up. And I'm trying to remember when was the last time a subgenre got this big to the point of almost becoming its own genre. Mecha. Ooh, that's a good point. Because I think Mecha was the big one before Isekai's. That is a really, really good point. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, how long ago was it until Mecha actually had its own genre? Honestly, I can't tell. I would say Transformers probably started it all. Transformers? Well, I mean, it, well, I guess that is technically or anime. Or Power Rangers especially too. Yeah, but I was thinking more along the lines of like Gundam and stuff. True, true. Uh, if we're talking strictly, strictly anime, yeah, I would say like more like Gundam. And then we also have like Valvrave the Liberator. Um, what else do we have? Uh, there was a few other, uh, I mean, Gundam's just like fucking everywhere too. Yeah, everywhere and it's been on for so long. Mm-hmm. It has a it has a long timestamp in there itself and it has a bunch of sub ones, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I think the most recent-ish one I can think of would be um, Knights of Sidonia. That's a Netflix one. And I guess Darling in the Frank? I would consider it, yeah. That's basically a mecha, right? Yeah. Then we got like Neon, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. Especially with the new movies that are coming out and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that one really is a bit more spread out though, no? Mm-hmm. So like that one, yes, it, it's kind of been around to kind of have its own separate category. But I think the uniqueness of Isekai has just been that it's... It's just getting stuffed. <laughs> yeah. You know, for better or for worse, you know, like, 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 kind of like you mentioned, every time you come over, I have a different one on, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that any of those are like on my list. I just normally start looking at them and I just play a random one. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they fucking suck. <laughs> Which I think we should still do the review on the wrestling at, uh, isekai. The wrestling isekai. Or the wrestler that gets isekai and suplexes the queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm okay. down. I, I enjoyed that one. That one was funny. Yeah, I still need to finish it. 
Okay, okay. I think that's one of the ones you uh, came over and I was watching one day, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called. And he, and he just fondles Beastman. Fucking creepy. <laughs> it's Joe All Biden. Right. Huh? It's Joe Biden. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is going to be interesting to see where it kind of goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Personally, I'm not totally sick of it. Like I said, there are some shitty ones over there, but for the most part, I get I keep entertained with them. Okay. So to the next genre that might pop up, I think uh, this will be pretty interesting what they come up with next. Mm-hmm. But I know everybody's on that, you know, bandwagon train trying to make the money and see which one is going to hit popular. So Yeah, and then like producers and uh, anime studios trying to figure out like, skimming through all the the manga publications from different creators and artists and everything to see what could be the next big isekai anime coming out yeah i say keep going for it the more that's out there i say the better Mm -hmm. good or bad right now i do have a question because we did talk about uh maple with the i don't want to get hurt so i maxed out my defense yes now have you seen the anime log log horizon no, I don't think so. Okay, never mind. I can't ask the question. Got it. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. What's our next thing? On All righty. And since we're talking about like animes that we have watched or like doesn't really have to be animes and stuff, but like things that we want to do. So what's on our queue, Tony? Okay, so you're going to get pissed at me again, but on my queue and I still not have I still have not watched, even though I've been turning on these random ass isekais. Is Jujutsu Kaisen? <laughs> God damn it! And it's like I'm I'm not sure if it's because even Leo watched it after I, I gave him know. my Crunchyroll account, and he said it's fucking amazing. But it's kind of like because we've seen all the reviews, because you've already told me, and everybody says it's amazing. It's kind of like cool. It's amazing. Put it on my queue. I'll watch I, it later. I even, I even told Alex, RX7 Alex, the one we had as a guest earlier, our good buddy, because he was telling me on Discord that he was watching it. And I was telling him, okay, get ready for this episode. You're going to start crying. Oh, I was already I was already telling him, I was like, get ready for it. All right, all right. But I guess for me, I'm always out hunting for what's new to me, what's different for me right okay Jujutsu Kaisen is new to you because you haven't watched it so why haven't you already know it's good so I was like oh what is this one about is this one any good I like to explore (laughs) explore my ass (laughs) so yes that one is on my queue and I know I need to start watching it that that's a definite definite one that's on my queue yeah for that one I'm really hyped for the uh, the movie that's coming out I think it's December 24th that we're going to be seeing, or, yeah, somewhere in the 20s for December. But that's going to premiere in Japan, so we probably won't get it here in the U.S. anytime soon. Okay, I was about to say, that's that's pretty ballsy going up against the the Christmas movie releases. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in, in Japan, I can understand, but out here, it'd be a, kind of a ballsy move to go against the mainstream Hollywood, whatever. I don't even pay attention to what's going to get released right now, but some... I'm sure there's a bunch of movie releases coming out towards Oh, there. yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's interesting. That's, like I said, that's one that I got to start jumping on. Mm-hmm. And then also on my queue is to finish up Megalobox Season 2. Oh, I still need to finish that. Yeah. What so was it on again? Hulu? It was or on Hulu. Or Funimation? I think it was on Hulu. Okay. So I had started it. I know you and me both started it, right? Mm-hmm. I think we started it here at my house. And how like equally we were impressed and just oh, super hype, but like I'm the type that always wants to like let it backlog a little bit <laughs> and then I can binge it, you know? This be true. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't like I don't like waiting for the next episode. Like give it to me as a complete bundle and I'll finish it when I have time. <laughs> okay. But that's one that I think is it's I'm sure it's done now. I'm sure it's done now, so I that's on my queue next to go back and finish that up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Manny? Uh, currently on my queue, I did re uh, I mean, I just started rewatching Kill a Kill and I just started rewatching Grand Tour with uh the famous trio. Yeah, okay. Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammett, and James May. 
and haven't been having a blast just rewatching. But every time I get the chance, I'm always so tired and I just knock out. <laughs> That's an interesting mix. What made you want to go back and rewatch uh, Kill a Kill? Uh, I think it was just basically just because I looked up the artist Aroy, uh, Aroy on uh, Spotify again. Because every now and then I'll go go back to artists that I haven't listened to in a while. And so was on Spotify, just driving. I was like, I'll check out Aroy again. And so I just started listening to the song and started jamming out like I used to, like I did in the concert for the Kill a Kill special event. Glow stick? At, what? Glow stick? With glow sticks? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Yeah, it was the special event where she had the concert, and it was the Kill a Kill special event with the producers and everything. So, you know what? I'll probably just rewatch it because I know, god damn it, so... I, I just couldn't find myself not laughing and just so how stupid the scenes are. The scenes and even the way they animate it makes it funnier. That's Trigger Studios for you. Yeah, yeah. They, they do a phenomenal job on that part, honestly. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yes. But then, like, it, uh, it, it almost seems lazy at first. But then with certain scenes, even like the action scenes and stuff like that, and then you kind of appreciate it after that. And like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's actually, they make that work. They make yeah. that work. Yeah, despite how it looks and everything, Trigger Studios does a good job on that. Yeah, it's definitely a distinctive style for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And then what made you want to go back and, uh, I guess, rewatch Grand Tour again? I never got the chance to get to season three. So I just wanted to restart watching it and just build my way up to the new se- to the latest season. Okay, cool. Cool. And cool. just relive some of those funny moments that we saw on the on that show especially. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is one thing missing from both of our cues. And that is our next review. So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have about th- three or four more in that list. And uh, I wanted to go in order originally, but maybe after we're done recording, let's just pick our the next one we feel we want to do first. Okay. <laughs> I just found another isekai with a really long name. How long? Yeah, we're going to make this a competition to see how, what's the longest name we can find. Drugstore in another world, the slow life of a cheap pharmacist. I I started that one. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> It was a little bit... And you didn't wait for me to get here to see, uh, so I can see it too? I, I I honestly only watched like two or three episodes in it, and I lost interest very quickly. Mm. Not not enough uh, conflict. Children in there annoyed me, so, it, you know, it, it kind of... Uh, it, it lost me really quick. But yeah, that's a fucking super long name. <laughs> okay, okay. That actually might be the longest one that I can think of right now, really. The world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in, in another world as an aristocrat. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, shouldn't the titles be a bit more catchy, grab you, rather than, hey, this is the entire storyline? Bleach. Naruto. Uh, Black Clover. Like, yeah. You can easily, like, get captivated just hearing the names right away. But, like, having these long-ass names, like, which one was that again? There's got to be somebody trolling. <laughs> like, this has to be a thing where it's, like, we're the only ones getting the really long name. And everywhere else, it probably is just Otherworld Pharmacy. And, like, <laughs> somebody's trolling us. Tam U.S. Weebs. <laughs> All right, Manny. What is next on the board? Alrighty, so anime versus games. Oh, I'm gonna like this one. Okay, so this one came up because, as a lot of our topics do, we're talking. We say something, go, "Hey, you know what? I'm a complete 180 opposite from you <laughs> <laughs> at the moment." I mean, I think almost all the time. Okay. When it That's comes true. to that kind of split, That's true. right? That's true. That's when it true. comes to that kind of split, I think we're 100% opposite of each other in that mm-hmm. sense. So, Manny, why don't you start? Uh, I mean, the most I can say right now is that my whole 
ability and hobby to watch anime has been in pause for so long just because of Forza. <laughs> That's about it, honestly. Yeah, so the topic being, which one will pull you? At the moment, Forza's going to pull me. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I try to... It, I'll try to sit in my bed and just like turn on my TV, put a boot my PS4 up, go into Crunchyroll. I was like, "Fuck, I'm bored. I need to get back on Forza." <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's kind of where I kind of differ. Mm-hmm. Is that it's hard for me to game now? Like, and I think you know what it is for me is progression, mm-hmm. right? Because like, I could spend an hour on a game and almost go nowhere. Mm-hmm. right if i only have like let's say an hour or two right i only got two hours to do something two hours sitting on down on a brand new game you're not gonna make a lot of impact or a lot of dent right oh, i'm not sure what almost any game right but two hours on an anime i got a quarter in on some of these yeah you really do yeah i got a quarter in i tried it Figured out if I like this one, if I want to continue watching it. If not, the next time I got two hours, I can try another one. <laughs> like, there's a, some progression. There's something completed out of it, right? So, that's kind of, like, where my logic always goes. So, like, even when uh, I downloaded uh, Forza Horizon 5, mm-hmm. I think I got a total of, like, four hours maybe on it. And that's two hours. I almost completed nothing. <laughs> The next two You're hours. You're probably looking at your phone. That's why. No, this was on my sim rig and and just going for it. You know, another two hours. I really feel like I didn't do a lot. <laughs> Versus, you know, in those four hours spanned, I could have gone more than halfway through a twelve season or a twelve episodes uh anime. And it's true, true. Or I could have tried out two or three new anime and figured out if I liked them. So that's kind of like how my pool always kind of goes with that kind of stuff. And it used to be where games wouldn't be the reason why I stopped anime. It could also be like uh, Korean dramas because I used to watch the uh, watch those and I, I, I'm still building a list of an, uh, Korean dramas that I want to get back into to watch them and check them out honestly as well. Okay. All right. So just other other content. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, because I know there was a period, too, where you were stuck on Monster Hunter for a while. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the days. Yeah, and I know that one pulled you in pretty fucking deep, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, Death Chicken. No, no. Yeah, Murder Chicken. We had fucking Death Pickle. Savage Death Pickle. And no, Rick Sanchez was in there. Trust me, Rick Sanchez was an asshole in that game. <laughs> it's like one of those monsters that will constantly at any map, even if you didn't summon him, and just to be an asshole to you. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Monster Hunter definitely t- took me away from anime and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and, th- and that's what I mean. Games will pull you away from anime every time. And it's more of like those like online player multiplayer games. Because if we're talking like linear games, like just story and everything, that will go by quick, and then I can get back to anime. Well, yeah, it'll go by quick because you're doing all nighters. <laughs> Don't blame me on that. So, like, if a new God of War came out, which I will be getting, yes, once I get the PS Five, you will binge it, all nighter it, and then go back to anime. Yes, but. Like uh, Monster Hunter or like Forza, since you have online gaming, that pulls you in. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think one of the other games that I can say that pulled me in and kept me away from anime for a bit was uh, Genshin Impact. Yes, the one I thought was like a gotcha mobile game forever. <laughs> yes. Uh, that one I have not touched at all since Forza came out. Really? I know you. Yeah, you were stuck on that one. Yeah. Because you'd even play it while we were prepping the episode here. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'd just bring my gaming laptop and just play here. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. So it, it'll be anything that's M, that's uh, online. Pretty much. Multiplayer online. Yeah. And since I have dual monitors on my PC setup and everything, 
uh, I'll have a, a Zerlane on one monitor, and then uh, I'll be playing Forza on the other monitor, and just have auto mode on the campaign for a Zerlane. Got it, got it. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> you ain't... I, I can't... I don't know. It, it's been so hard to get back into gaming. And it was <laughs> something I really tried to get back into, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Okay. Maybe I'll just stick to my uh, sim racing here and there. <laughs> All right, Manny, what do we got next on the board? All right, and so we are getting ready for another roast session. Another roast session? BMW again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now, you haven't told me the full details about this. I only saw glimpses of what we're about to talk about. But did BMW come out with another Boomer ad? Okay. No Boomer ad yet. Okay, yet. Okay, yet. Good, good. And I'm saying yet because, you know, they they, they got pretty butthurt last time. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> they got really butthurt last time, and they got super fucking triggered. So... I don't know if this one will have the same amount, but here's some of the photos of it. Uh, you can see it almost looks like a beaver tooth cyber truck. It really does. Yeah. And this is their new XM concept. Now, is that a, is that a rear diffuser? I can't, I can't tell. Yeah, it looks like a rear diffuser and like a quad mufflers which i'm sure only two of those work <laughs> yeah i wouldn't doubt it <laughs> but uh so this is kind of gonna be kind of their uh plug-in hybrid it's gonna have some crazy crazy power it's gonna have like a twin uh twin turbo v8 and gonna do 750 horsepower okay 737 pounds of torque gonna be really powerful fuck cool all for it right but they made it look ugly. It's just the design. I don't know what it is. Like, it's a concept. Concepts always look a little bit, you know, wild. But, I'm sure they might, hopefully, will smooth it out a little bit for the final production. But this one's, yikes, man. <laughs> so we can consider this the oversized beaver. Um, I don't know about oversized. It doesn't really say much about the sizing, but I'd imagine that the Tesla truck is probably bigger. I would not doubt that. Just, I don't know. I guess just from photo renderings, it looks bulkier. It looks bigger. Mm -hmm. This doesn't look as big. It just looks terrible, I guess. It is just more that it looks bad. Mm -hmm. More so than the giant, giant beaver grills is when you get into the interior. So the interior has prismed ceiling the hell yeah like the like the actual roof right mm -hmm. or the interior roof instead of just being flat it looks like they actually prismed that out that's ugly it it looks it, at least for the colors they chose on this concept it looks like those uh hippie 70s beetle buses on the inside yeah i can see it you can see it i can see it it's i'm closing my eyes and i can see it <laughs> Gonna have those little tassels with the balls and the and the bead curtain. That's all it's missing, really. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I hated those bead curtains. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it does not look good. It has a weird capture. The interior. I don't know. The interior bothered me more than the exterior because you kind of have this really nice dark cowhide leather on the seats, and then you have this weird. Honeycomb carbon fire fiber style interior. It, Wait, what? Yeah, it's the center console has like this honeycomb, almost carbon fiber esque design to it. it. It doesn't match to me. the The ceiling has that like that prism prism style. The seats have this like weird teal, velvet looking pattern on it. And the floor looks like an olive green shag rug. Like <laughs> nothing about inside the car makes me. I I don't understand it. I'm perplexed at the moment. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't know if they just threw every color option that they have into there. Like a. It, it's probably just leftovers. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it is leftovers. 
But yeah, it the interior actually bothered me more than the exterior. The exterior, it's ugly. At this point, I'm not really surprised anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are just doing whatever with it because maybe the M4 is actually selling really well. I don't know. I haven't seen too many of them out there. Neither have I, honestly. Yeah, I, I've seen a few, but I don't think I've seen enough to really get any impact on it. But I haven't seen a single one, actually. Yeah? I don't know, but I don't know. It just doesn't look good. Now, this is maybe just an opinion, but I don't think they're going to get a lot of backlash for it. I mean, the backlash is already there. It's it, it's not fresh at this point. Well, more than that, I think it's because it's not an M4. It's not an M3. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? I see what you mean now. It's not an Integra. You you, you kind of get where I'm going? Something that stands like a flagship car. Yeah, it's not a represented branded car already. It's not mm-hmm. something that's like already been established and has a heritage and... And yeah, people kind of have yeah. that expectation. Because this is the BMW XM, correct? Yes, this yeah. is like the first standalone M car since like the 70s. Yeah, because when I think XM, I think XM radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, this doesn't really have any heritage to stand behind. Mm-hmm. Nothing to make look bad in comparisons, I guess, right? Like the Integra. Like the Integra, like the M4, you know what I mean? So I what don't is think it with companies just bringing out the flagship cars that they discontinue and just making them look shit? I don't know about making them look shit. I still kind of stand by the my first impression of the Integra that it was a lazy design, but it's basically the Civic. And yeah, I, it I mean, doesn't look bad. It's just they didn't give it the same effort that they did before. Like, I don't really mean, like, looking terrible, but uh, it's kind of more like what you just said right now. Oh, like kind of taking something that already has kind of a reputation mm-hmm. and just not giving it due justice. Yes. You know, for all we know, that could just be yes men. Right? Somebody comes up with a vision and everybody goes, yeah, 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 I agree. That looks great. Without really any actual real constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That, that could maybe be the case or maybe we our opinions are on the minority and they have some kind of like case study that proves otherwise. Right. Or like, or having uh, LeBron James having being criticized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I just saw an article the other day. I didn't really fully read it, but I saw it. It looks like two uh, fans were kicked out because they booed him. Oh geez. I guess he has more power than the, 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 the venue. Yeah, I mean, unless they did something else. I don't know. It, it, it just, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of headlines about LeBron James just freaking out and shit. Uh, but who knows? Well, let's let's go back on topic. Got it, got it. But yeah, unless there's some kind of case study that says that maybe the M4 design is actually really popular and it's just us car guys that are like, hey, that looks like shit. Other than that, I really don't know what they're thinking on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I can think about is that they're just butthurt how much shit talk we gave it. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't think this is going to get the same backlash as the M4. But I really hope they do another commercial because that was fucking funny. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Manny. Next on the board, please. So have you been watching Hoonicorn uh, versus the World? Uh, Yes. So, if you remember, Hunicorn versus the World uh, came out a few months ago, I think, or last year. I don't remember. But it was basically an inspiration to create that YouTube uh, channel, or not YouTube channel, but the series based from Forza Horizon 4, where they had the Hunicorn in the game. And people would just throw on random cars and try to drag race, and it would just be like constantly beating every car and everything. So, I, from my understanding, how they talk about it a lot. That's how they got the inspiration to make this show. So we saw that they did a full series of Unicorn versus the World. We saw some cars getting raced at it. Most of the time, the Unicorn's always winning. And then we saw that uh, Ford and Ken Block broke off. Correct. And he and, got to keep the Unicorn. And that's the surprising part. He actually got to keep because we did talk about that in our previous episode. Is he going to keep it or is Ford going to keep it? 
Yeah, we were more concerned where the cars were going. Yes. What about the children? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What children? <laughs> but yeah, so Unicorn the and the versus the world season two just came out, and we get to see that the Unicorn stayed with Ken Block, but with new library. Yeah, a couple new mods, some added safety features. Yeah. And in our first episode of, or not our super, our first episode, but their first episode for season two, they actually had, I think what they talked about in the episode two that I saw on YouTube is that probably one of the complaints that they had with themselves is not bringing fast cars to race. They were just bringing random cars to race. So they, uh, they're boasting about bringing the fastest cars to race Ken Block and the Hunicorn. Yeah, and so in the first race we had, of course, the Hunakin, uh, the the Hunicorn, the Hunakin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the words mixed up right at this point, but we have the Hunicorn versus. Uh, it was a four thousand horsepower, five twenty six Hemi C six Corvette with a fucking massive blower on it. I don't know if you've seen the video. Yeah, I have. Okay, what'd you think of the size of that blower? I mean, that's. That's old school, man. I know. Super, super old school. And, of course, uh, the person who's driving it is the U.S. Nationals NHRA champion, Alex Laughlin. So it was kind of interesting seeing how the car set up and everything and, like, how he has it set up in the interior-wise and everything. Because I saw, I, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was funny how they were roasting how the inside was, too. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the probably the biggest mod that they gave to the Hunicorn ever since they broke out from Ford was probably the one that surprised us the most. And that was the driver mod. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that was definitely... Well, I don't know about a surprise. I wasn't expecting it. Okay, I, I was semi-semi expecting it just because over the years, she has been getting groomed. <laughs> she has. And, of course, we are talking about Ken Block's daughter. Leah, right? Yes. Leah Block. Yes. And, and, you know, like I was saying, she's been, man, she's gotten to get some, like, one-on-one driving coaching from Von Getten, from him, from so many, like, amazing drivers. Yes. And just growing, and just going through, like, rigorous uh, training camps just, like, to build herself up to drive the Hunicorn. Yeah, yeah. And she handled it like for a fourteen-year-old girl to handle that car. I was like, "What the fuck?" That means you can do a burnout, Manny. You can do it. <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. Uh, but it was just surprising. Like she was able to handle the Hunicorn so well, and then beating two out of three races towards that four thousand horsepower Corvette. That's wild. That was wild. I mean. Yeah, in the first race in the in the episode, she jumped it at the starting line. But like once they got to the second race and the third race, they were on par with each other, and she still won. I thought it was just so interesting how, yes, of course, this was an unprepared track for drag racing. So I don't know if you noticed or if you like paid attention. In the last race, he had to put out his shoots from the very beginning of starting the race just so he can actually get traction on the course all the way to the finish line. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Because, like I said, it's an unprepared core, uh, track, so he couldn't get traction whatsoever throughout the whole race. Yeah. So he, get, he for the last race, again, like I said, had the shoots out the whole entire race just to get traction. And Makes I still sense. don't think it wasn't enough yeah. to be able to get traction. Yeah, well... That's obviously they're two differently built cars. Yeah, no, for sure it's they are. Super lightweight. It's rear wheel drive, and he needs that prep track. Mm-hmm. Versus the Hunicorn, it can get away with its all wheel drive system on an unprepped track. Yes. So obviously, the which they also boast about the tires that they put on the the Hunicorn versus just Mickey Thompson uh, drag radials on the Corvette, which of course on an unprepared track it wasn't capable of. Getting there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just two differently built cars, but still pretty fun to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. Still pretty fun to see. Definitely. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited to see more 
I'm not too sure if they did explain if she's going to be the one driving it throughout the whole season two, or if it was just for that one episode just to start off the kick, uh, kick off the season. I am not sure about that, but uh, I know that she they built her a fox body. I did see that too. That's what she was practicing drifting in with Von Getten. That was probably the fox body that you complained that they haven't built. They haven't built. You were complaining that they didn't build a. No, 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 no. So the one I was talking about before was uh, the pre plans to make a Jim Connor with a fox body. Mm. And they had plans to build a fox body for that Jim Connor, which would have been fucking awesome. Would have shot the value of my car up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But no, Tony's she... talking about value on fox bodies again. Hey, Where have I heard this? Oh, wait, last week. Where else have I heard this? Oh, the previous week. Possibly. <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. They built her one specifically just to learn drift. Hello, Manny. What's the forecast for next week? Oh, Tony's going to talk about the value of Fox bodies again. There's a possibility. <laughs> no, there's uh, that one never got built. Mm. That one just never got built. They they built a different one for her because uh, I think because Von Getten also has one that he uses for his um, rally drifting. Mm. <laughs> he has like a half dirt course in his backyard. He runs that fox through. Shit. Yeah, it's super. It's a super basic built fox too. Okay. But uh, no, it, I'm interested to see where she's gonna go as a driver. Like, what division of racing she's going to take up? I mean, she does well in drag racing, so I think she can go there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Drag racing just gets... I mean, it's fun to do, but it's not fun to watch all the time. <laughs> that is true. It's not fun to watch all the time. Hopefully, it's something a bit more technical. Mm-hmm. Course technical. Course, yeah. But we will see. All right, Manny, what else do we got? All right. So we did talk about this at the beginning of the episode. What is the issue now that you've encountered with crate engine shopping? Yes. So this is a whole nother world, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. I've replaced engines on my Fox all the time. Yes. Easy. Because I always bought fucking used ones, swapped them over, or I took them apart and put new parts into them like they're very basic really easy for this one it's a newer truck i wanted to just put a fresh replacement get a warranty and have zero thinking about it other than maintaining it you know Mm -hmm. so i started looking at back crate motors i've never really bought a crate motor or done anything like that then so i figured all right this will be pretty cool to try out right yes so i've been researching a bunch of different manufacturers and um even and even hitting up ford too and man there's (laughs) there's a whole lot more to it than i thought so obviously this engine has its little quirks that is not great from ford but a lot of these manufacturers actually boast that they fix those quirks which is super fucking cool. Like they fix some of the lubrication issues with a better fuel or a better uh, oil pump and stronger materials so that it doesn't flex and actually gets better pressure up there. Mm-hmm. And it fixes some of the uh, some of the threading for the spark plugs on there. And the biggest issue is the cam phasers, the VVT for that thing. <clears throat> and. I actually found a company that locks and deletes the cam phasers. Basically deletes the VVT. Okay. Which at first I was kind of like, why the fuck would you want to do that? But after looking it up, it seems that it really helps eliminate the issues of having to oil all that shit. And you only lose about 12 horsepower. Really? Yeah. And... is there another benefit, though, to removing it? Uh, well, it doesn't remove it. It locks them out. Oh, okay, okay. So basically, basically, you lock them out, you're deleting the VVT because you're no longer going to be utilizing that. Or disabled it. Yeah, you're basically disabled it, which does throw a code. Oof. But one of the manufacturers I found 
does this out of the factory. They lock it out with brand new cam phasers and everything. They lock it out and send you a tuner to delete the code with a carb sticker. Huh. So 50 state legal. Okay. Okay. Meaning I could get it, have the have the VVT deleted already, and still be carb legal. <laughs> I'm liking those odds. Yeah, and then the fact that they're new cam phasers, I'll probably never have to worry about that issue again. So then what's the issue that you're encountering right now trying to... So it is supply shortage. (laughs) Of course, I would not doubt that. Yes, there is a bunch of issues with supply shortages right now and price. So how much are we talking on the one that you just saw, uh, you were just talking about right now? So one uh the one that I talked about right now, I'm waiting to, for a callback to get a price on. Okay. Uh there is one I found in Orange County, Jasper Engines. I called them and they quoted me out at five and a half thousand. Ooh. Now, and this is what it is really weird, and I'm trying to figure out if there's something I'm missing. Because when I when you go like on Google and I look up, you know, top rebuild manufacturers, top crate engines for this motor, right? <clears throat> I get like a power supply, powertrain solutions, um, Jasper engines, and a couple other ones, right? All the other websites I get in at about thirty two to thirty five hundred dollars. Okay. Long block. Long block, not short block. Which one is this one? Long block. Yours is a long block. What? No, no, no. Okay, so um, a short block is kind of stripped down. No, I know that. You're not like, getting the whole engine. So is your, then what was what is yours that you currently have on your truck? An engine. <laughs> okay, uh, so when I refer to a short block, a short block doesn't have heads. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a complete, complete engine. Mm-hmm. When you say long block, it has your heads, your oil oil pan and stuff like that. Yes. Right? And then when you have all your accessories and everything, it's a complete engine. So when I'm referring to a short block or long block, it's basically how much parts to the block itself that it has. There's no, oh. there's no like, oh, this car has a short block or this car has a long, long block. That's not. That's so, not the ref- so basically incomplete or complete. Uh, sure. Okay, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess without a detailed explanation. Yeah. So a short block has less components to the actual uh, heart of the engine, right? It a short block's gonna have basically like your crank, your pistons, rings, bearings, stuff like that, right? And then a long block's gonna have your oil pan, oil pump, fucking heads on there, probably too. You know? Yeah. Everything but your, like, accessories is your long block. So I want long block because, obviously, I want the head and I want those cam phasers. I want, you know, the lifter, um, the lash adjusters, you know what I mean? All that stuff on there, brand new. So I'm looking at long blocks right now. And I'm just trying to figure out why the local one is almost two grand more expensive than what I'm finding online. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not sure if they're like middle manning up charging, like they're ordering it from these guys online at three and then charging me five. Or maybe I'm not looking at the right stuff. Possibly. So I have I'm waiting for a callback for that one that's delete that deletes the VVT. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting a callback tomorrow from the Ford dealership to see what OEM is. Although I don't know, after looking at everything. It seems like it might be better to go aftermarket because they bulk up some of the OEM garbage. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really weird, and I think just because these things are like, uh, they're workhorses, you know, they're been used widely for like commercial work. There's a ton of people who make that engine <laughs> that remanufacture the engine, you know what I mean? So it's because there's so many and there's so much to choose from, I almost feel like, Where do I start? Where do I go before I drop all this money into it? You know what I mean? Yes. Where is your, basically, where's your best option? Yeah, because it's not like, oh, there's only two spots that make the engine. Here's 
compare these two and make your choice, you know? Mm-hmm. It's literally like, hey, there's like eight of these motherfuckers. Which one do you want? Why is this one, you know, so much more expensive than the other one, you know? So I'm not sure if maybe because I called this place in Orange County that they're just assuming I'm a, a local that's going to take it to them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they're going to do their install and charge me another two grand in labor or something. That's also a possibility. Yeah. So maybe that's and that's kind of what I feel that maybe they're ordering from these guys up marking the engine and then they're going to upcharge whatever for the install for the labor. Yeah. 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 But a lot more to it than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and it sucks because, you know, I do get a little bit impatient with getting back out on the track. Mm-hmm. But it's something I think I need to kind of slow down and make sure I get right. Yes, definitely. Because you do not want to get stuck in the middle of the road, in the middle of the desert, and possibly at the middle of the night. Yeah. With a trailer in a Exactly. <laughs> with a trailer in a race car. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to be fun. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting step. Um, All of these do offer residential delivery. Okay. Which is pretty cool. So, I think uh, once I make the decision, it seems like most places, uh, at least for the ones that I have priced out so far, uh, they said they they can get the engine within three weeks. So I figured, okay, once I kind of make the choice of which place I want to go to finally, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of uh, make the deposit, start gutting out the truck. And hopefully by the time I'm done gutting out the truck and have the core ready, maybe I can have it prepped for just a quick swap. You know what I mean? They can drop that one off and I can send that out for the core charge. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's going to be the crate engine. Um... It's going to be a different journey for it. Hopefully, it ends up working out pretty well. Uh, I'm going to have to probably buy a bigger cherry picker <laughs> for that truck. Yeah, you're probably going to have to. Yeah, I was even thinking about uh, building a platform. Hmm. Like build some, you know, I'll put my welding skills back into it and weld some platform up for the... A platform with some plate steel or something to see if I can roll the cherry picker in and out and give it some extra height to get that engine out of there, but I don't know. I might just take apart the whole front clip and see how much room that gives us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think with that, Manny, let's call this an episode. Yeah. Why don't you tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or want to send an unaccepted rev, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Johnny.